BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast. We meet once again from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. That is a reminder to myself to call Mike from Baldwin Ace Hardware to see how he did in poker. You're like, what? Yeah, he's he's just a degenerate gambler. Call Mike. I got to block out like an hour of time. You got anybody like, th- uh, anybody like that in your life where... You know, you're like, I uh, have to set aside time for the conversation and get yourself ready for what will be a hunkered down one hour conversation. Uh, I've got a lot of people like that in my life. <laughs> Kenny right away picks up on that. It's like you have the polar opposites. Me, who it doesn't matter who I'm talking to, I cannot wait to get out of the conversation. And Kenny, who has never had anything less than a five-hour phone call with anyone on the planet. And I'm like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake, lighter on the details. Uh, reduce your syllable count by 99%. What the fuck? It's not you, it's me. No, I take that back. It's mostly you. It's all right, though. I still love you. And I still love those people that I choose to call who talk so damn long, but just know that I have to... God, I just... I I can't... I cannot... uh, I was talking with Stu McAllister recently, and... uh, I think the conversation went on for like one minute too long. And I, 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 that's okay. I got to go. I, 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 if you hear me say, okay, I got to go. It almost is making it seem like it's a pressing situation that something terrible just happened. But no, I just, I cannot stand it anymore. The ADHD kicks in and then I am out done. 
The conversation is over. No more. Cannot have that for another second longer. My God. All right. This is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Um, I wrote down an order for these first three stories, and I'm going to try to stick to it because of the ridiculous nature of this first one, even though it is a 30-year anniversary of uh, my marriage to my beautiful wife. Uh, I want to jump on that and make that be the first story, but I'm going to stick to it here. A little bit of background. We've been having an issue with the NFK where um, what we suspect are errant streaks of feces are showing up in spots where they should not be showing up. I would say that an errant streak of feces, you have a limited number of options as to where feces should appear. Feces, a streak of smeared feces should only be on toilet paper, perhaps an article article of clothing that touches the ass region and the inside of a toilet. Hold up. Daisy, no, no. No, honey. When uh, and and I I actually may have mentioned this story to you, but um, we have um, I have another chapter in this ridiculous saga. And if you don't know, my brother-in-law uh, lives with us. We take care of him. I am his primary caregiver. We've had a number of amazing moments that have led to terrific fodder on this show. And, uh, you know, him and I have bonded. And, um, but there's just some things that need to be addressed. I give him plenty of space, but some things, no space can be given. And I think one of those space things that no space can be given would be errant feces streaks showing up in various spots in the house. Okay. So when we were camping up north, he sleeps in this back bedroom in the RV. You know, we notice that there appears to be a bit of debris on the bed sheet. I'm like, how the fuck did that get there? I'm like, well, maybe it's tobacco. So I said to Dan, I go, okay, there's only one way to find out. You must scratch it and smell it. She said, no. I said, okay, then we're going to assume that that's feces. We yank the sheets off, put on another set of sheets. One day later, there's more feces there. Sarah writes, just tell him, Kevin, it's time you wear underwear. You're getting ahead to me, but I'm glad you brought that up because underwear or not, there's still feces in a very reachable part of his body. And 
I'm going some somewhere with this. As you know, his hands don't work like yours and mine. There's some struggle going on on wiping his asshole. So the idea has been floated about a bidet, and that is happening, by the way. Um, so, all right, streak number two of feces on the bed. And I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, that ends. This past weekend, Diana went over to uh, her cousin's house with Kevin. They come back and she says, you got to have a talk with Kevin. So I know something's up. I go, what, what, what happened now? She said, well, he did. He left shit on her bed, on the bed sheets. There there's feces. I go, okay, so that's what's up. All right. So we, the, the one thing is we don't know about how this is taking place. Is there just piles of shit on his ass or is he, is it like itching like shit tends to when you don't wipe well? And is he taking his finger and digging it up his asshole while in bed and then wiping it on the bed? One of two things is happening. Either way, it's terrible. So uh, Diana and I go to the store and we buy these. She goes, all right, let's buy those flushable wipes, which by the way, they're not really flushable, but I don't give a fuck. That's some sanitation engineer's problem now. And uh, she goes, just take these and put them on the back of the toilet. I go, well, just putting them on the back of the toilet is not going to help. We need you. Trust me on this. There has to be a discussion. Well, you're just the guy to do it. I go, you're damn right I am. Uh, Joe Moran says, I thought you were scrubbing his asshole. Well, yeah, that's true, but... You got to realize I'm, I'm not. He gets a shower every other day. He just sits there and watches TV. It's not like he goes out and runs marathons. So his skin on his ass is uh, doesn't have any shit on it until he takes a shit. Now, unless I go and scrub his asshole after every time he takes a dump, that's this is unavoidable, apparently. So I go walking uh, into the um, room where he's watching TV and, go, and I got, and I got the wipes with me. I go, Kevy, can I, uh, can I have a word? And uh, I give him the background and I have to, it's like presenting the evidence. I go, Kevy, uh, there's been streaks of feces on the sheets. And I tell him about all the scenarios I just told you. And he's looking at me like I'm fucking crazy. And I go, are you, I go, I need to know. The, first of all, the mystery of how feces winds up on these sheets. Are you actually, and I actually said this, are you taking your finger and sticking it up your ass, scratching it, and then wiping the shit that's on your finger onto the bed? He looks at me like I'm nuts. He goes, I'm not sticking my finger up my ass. I go, well, then what the fuck is happening there? He goes, well, I don't wear underwear. And when I take off my... uh. So he knows he does this. He's knowingly put, getting shit on there. And, and I mean, think about it. If you if you are getting ready for Betty Bye and you smear your own feces on your bed sheets, you're going to be so fucking grossed out. You're going to change. You better at least change the bed sheets. I mean, and you're going to, I don't know. Uh, the, the question, he sleeps naked? No, no. 
he takes off his pants and then the shit is on his pants and then he sits on his bed while nude. And then the shit winds up on the bed somehow. And then he gets back on his feet and puts his fucking sweats on. Amanda writes, could lead to a bacterial infection. Of course. Yeah, we don't want, we don't want uh, this happening. This is, uh, this is why we bathe. So I go, all right. And he goes, oh, yeah, it's just, it's just that it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it's because I don't wear underwear is, is what he says. And I said, well, no, it's not because you don't wear underwear. It's because there's feces on your skin. That's what's happening. I said, you're struggling to wipe, aren't you? Yeah. So he admits that. I go, okay, well, this is what we're doing. These are these wipes, and I'm going to put them on the back of the toilet. Can you open them? And I actually make him take his hands, which are wonky. And uh, he opens them up and he goes, okay, great. I can get to him. I go, all right, awesome. Now, these are the conversation. And then uh, he goes, I don't want you to feel bad about this. And uh, I go, no, I don't, I don't feel bad about it. He goes, I love you for taking care of me. So he, he knows what's up. And he, then he gets up and gives me a big hug and a kiss because he, he loves kissing people. And I'm like, no, 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 no kissies. I know that uh, brushing your teeth is a is a uh, uh, once a month ritual here. We can't no 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 more kissies for 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 your brother in law. Say no to kissing. He's got a big uh, wad of tobacco in his fucking lip. Oh my god! Come on, for fuck's sake! Come on, man, back off. I just had a discussion with you about how there's feces all over the place, and you're giving me kisses. Uh, the idea that I'm sure the thought is, uh, why does he not wear underwear? Well, when he goes pee, he can't really, uh, he has difficulty accessing his penis. And I'm not kidding you. There's several things that are happening that make this a struggle. He has a large sack. One. Two, his penis is unbelievably small. I am not kidding you. And um, his hands don't work. Kenny says, I remember Eric not wanting people to shake his hand when he talked about meeting Freeburn Hot Wings listeners at live shows. The thought of Kevin giving Eric a hug and a kiss cracked me up. Yeah, it didn't crack me up. That's gross. Okay, so that all unfolds, and, uh, you know, I'm like, okay. And then the next setup is um, Amanda says, no, buy, buy underwear. Uh, no, he, 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 you don't understand. He, he can't manipulate. He has no feeling in his hands. It, it's a great struggle. And so what he does when he pees is he stands in front of the toilet and he just uh, kind of pushes his pants down to his knees and then just stands there. He can't even grab his cock. It's so small. I'm not kidding you. He has the world's smallest dick. Remember I talked to you about if you don't use it, you will lose it. That has happened. He, It's gone. Which is why I'm suggesting that one of you Zaniac women uh, needs to uh, take one for the team and... Uh, 
and have sex with him. Um, you will help his health. So I don't. There's several of you that I know are single. Uh, Amanda comes to mind. She's always looking for her next conquest. Uh, Linda is here, and um, she is single as well. So, and I, I, I'm trying to convince friend of the family Sherry to have sex with him. So, if we could get you all, you know how like when someone gets sick, uh, you have meal train. There's like a website. Hey, it's meal train time. So and so's gonna die. Can you go ahead and uh, make uh, some Salisbury steak for so and so before you know that? Because the family, you know, you sign up for meal train. That's what you do. Uh, we can do our own sex train thing, where you zaniac women or maybe men, I don't know, uh, can sign up to have sex with the NFK. You should give them a bath and then have sex with them. Just a suggestion. You'd be helping someone in need. All right. Man, it's the story of my life. I get prostituted out. Wait, what are you telling me? Are you saying that you've been a prostitute before now? What? Huh? And you're not being prostituted out. You're not, you're not being paid for this. This is a goodwill gesture. So. That's where we are right now. And then the bidet is on the way. But I'm the thing about the bidet is I, I mean, the idea of showing him how to use this, this is not the brightest bulb. And by the way, Diana thinks he's got autism. Jesus. Not the brightest bulb in the box. I don't know. 30 years of marriage today. I'll post some pictures later on today to uh, Facebook and Twitter of the big day 30 years ago. I was married uh, to the queen of the forest in some teeny tiny church in the middle of Richmond, Michigan, um, and was a huge bummer because I found out after the fact that it could have been at my home parish where I grew up in beautiful Warren, Michigan. The priest that um, I, uh, when I was growing up, was the pastor at the parish, Father John Hall, who's now deceased. He ended up moving away to this little parish in Richmond, Michigan. So when I said to him, hey, Father Hall, Diane and I are getting married. We want you to marry us at your parish. Uh, it's way off the beaten path in Richmond, Michigan. This is a small little shithead town full of MAGA assholes. Uh, and so we went to this, I don't even think it's a church anymore. We went to this faraway place and had the wedding. Everybody had to drive a fucking hour to get there. After the wedding, Father Hall said, well, why didn't you just have it at St. Martin's where you grew up? I go, what do you mean? You, you're not the priest there anymore. He goes, well, I can still say a wedding there. All I have to do is say, hey, do you mind if I say a wedding there? What? But it was great. And 30 years later, here we are. Um, however, yesterday, I think that um, she was ready to leave me. Boy, was she pissed off at me. 
See? Hello. <coughs> whoa, hello. whoa, whoa, whoa. Ha hey, happy anniversary. Yeah. Hello. Happy anniversary. Wow. 30 years. I remember when it was 20 years. I know. I remember. Yeah, exactly. I remember because I was on the radio talking about it. And uh, and I, I just remember the vividness of that moment. And here we are. We've added 10 more onto that. I know. And remember at 20, we had that big party. And renewed our vows. Yes, I do remember that. That was a good bash. Yeah. That was a good bash. A good time, to be sure. Um, Ten years ago, later now. So I was just talking with the audience here. And um, I I said that there was, there was a chance that um, after yesterday that we would not reach 30 years exactly because how much you wanted to murder me yesterday. Well, I was having a bad day, so let's let, let's not let's not dwell on the negative right now. Well, it's hilarious. Let's just think about the uh, you know. As a matter of fact, right now I'm looking at my I, my 20 year anniversary present that you got me sitting on our uh, corner shelf. Do you remember what it was? It's the rowboat. No, <laughs> is that it? <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't the 20 year. That was the 25 year. No, it wasn't, I don't think. Yes, it was, because I remember I was telling Julius about it on the radio, and I wasn't working with Julius 10 years ago. Oh, so that's 25. 25 year. Okay. what does it say on the rowboat? It's too little, like... Uh, uh, it's like a girl, you know, it's like a man and woman looking at each other, loving each, looking, you know, giving them hard eyes, each yeah. other hard eyes, under like an umbrella in a boat. Yes, yes, that's a wonderful gift. It's better than the one you're getting this year. And you kind of wind it up, and it makes... Uh, so, yeah. I don't know what song it plays. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure you wind it up every day, right? Uh-huh. I uh, listen to it every day. Uh, yeah, but today I'm not getting anything. No, you know, no. I'm not either. Yeah. Right? No, I said I'm not getting anything. I, I know. I got you something, but. No, you better not have. Well, I better at least be taken to dinner. I mean, we better that's... at least go to dinner to celebrate. Yes. I shouldn't say that because it's not just all about me. We should go celebrate with dinner though i am i'm planning on taking you out to eat and then and then, and then we get to go look at blinds oh yeah you know stuff like that you know that's that's what you do at 30 years of marriage you go look go. at blinds to have installed yeah. into your basement how romantic <laughs> yeah okay exactly. uh where, where are you in the residence right now i'm sitting in my chair but i'm getting ready to go upstairs and take a shower before i have to take daisy to the vet all right, don't say anything about that. That's that's the next story I'm getting into. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll say nothing more then. Congratulations on 30 years of marriage to your husband. You mean 30 years of putting up with you? It's a horrible thing to say. It's a terrible comment. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wouldn't want it any other way. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Well, you know, we've been through a lot. We've, we've, you know, we've come through on top many, many times. Oh, yeah. There's, there's no stopping us now. That's right. Okay. I mean, what the hell? All right, honey. Yeah. You ever like, I uh, hear about a couple, I think we know people who are married for like 50 and 60 years. And then when they're in their eighties, they get divorced. I, I, I vaguely remember people that we know have been through that. They got 50 years. They're like, yeah, okay. I'm done. I'm Maybe not people we know, but like parents of people we know. 
Yeah, like, okay, this is enough. 60 years is enough. I'm going to trade you in for a newer model. Yeah, that that just sounds terrible. <laughs> I mean, if you're in, if you're like 83, because who was that? Can we, can we say who, who did that, who went through that? I don't that? even remember, actually. God, there, there's people we know with really old parents who did that exact thing, and it's, it's escaping me right now. Yeah, it's escaping me, too. I don't recall. And, but, I mean... Okay, if you're 80 and you get divorced after that many years of marriage, that's probably the worst because at least if you're like 50 and you get divorced, you know, you're probably uh, uh, going to meet someone else. So you you are kind of like cutting ties and and you're like, well, I'm just going to have the rest of my years and meet someone new. When you're 80, you won't meet anyone new. So you're basically saying, I'd rather die alone than spend another minute with you. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, you might as well just, you know, get, you know, take it, go through. I mean, what, I don't know what the hell I'm saying. Yeah, you just, just sounded like Joe Biden right there. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, at this point, you might as well just keep it up. I mean, stick with it. I mean, what the hell? All I mean, right. If you're 80 years old. What the hell? I think you're having a stroke. I love you. Yeah, okay. I got to go take a shower. I love okay, you Okay, bye-bye. See you. <clears throat> so, okay. Thank you very much if you are getting the live audio video live stream of this show. I do the show each and every weekday morning at about the same time, 8 a.m. Eastern time. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Either download the Twitch app and you can take the show with you. Just search Eric Zane. And or just uh, go to your desktop, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. If you're new to that, you're going to have to fill out your little name thing. Give yourself a username or whatever the hell it is. And then you can enjoy the show live wherever you go. It's, It's a much better platform than watching it on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. Uh, but I also, as of this second, am on those platforms as well, but only so I can tell those uh, viewers slash listeners there that I'm about to cut them off. So on tomorrow's show, you wanted it uh, uninterrupted. So just go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live, and then you can uh, do that. You can take part, and uh, there's a community there of people chit-chatting, and uh, off you go. So there you go. Otherwise, you can download the audio podcast to your heart's content. Wherever you download podcasts, just search Eric Zane uh, show on whatever platform that you like to listen on. And uh, you can do that. So for, for you all on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, thank you. Thank you for being here for part of the show. And the rest of it, you can go catch it right now. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. There you go. Get out of here. Twitch and Facebook. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Uh, yeah, two out of the first three stories have a degree 
of grossness mixed in with their hilarity. The first one about the NFK take uh, wiping his feces on my bed sheets uh, is less gross than what I'm about to tell you. You got to stick with this, though. I'll try to couch it because if I basically just told you exactly what went down in, you know, yes, you know, I have a unbelievable ability to describe things in a way that puts a vivid, vivid picture in your brain if I chose to. I have been known to make people pass out. The descriptors, the comparisons that I put into your brain when I'm telling a gross story. Second to none, I actually made Greg pass out when describing the rupture of my son's spleen as that of a grapefruit exploding in the microwave. And that poor son of a bitch has uh, some uh, vasal vagal uh, uh, syncope or something like that that causes him to get woozy and just tip over. Uh, It's unbelievable. It's not pleasant. So I know full well that I have the power to disrupt your day right this second. I won't do that to you. I want, see, the idea is to keep you listening. So I will take extra care not to really screw you up here on this story. Uh, I gave all four dogs a bath this weekend. All right. And uh, everything was great. No issues whatsoever. Dogs are all clean as a whistle. It really doesn't have anything to do with the story. I don't even know why I started with this. Yesterday, we're getting ready for family dinner. Uh, One, two, three, four, all seven of us. And uh, Justin says, Hey, there's something wrong with Daisy's butt. And uh, I go, okay. And so uh, we turn Daisy around and, uh, you know, her being a bulldog, you can, her butthole is prominent. Like if she turns around, you'll see her butthole. It's just there. Well, off to the side of it, there is a swelling and it's irritated and it's reddish purple. Something's wrong right next to her actual butthole. Uh, Being that we've had dogs forever, we take one look at it and we said, there's a problem with the dog's anal gland. There is no doubt some type of uh, blockage that has occurred and we have an issue. And this, these are the symptoms. Have, has anybody ever watched Dr. Pimple Popper? Some of you may like that show. I I don't. I don't like it. I don't like to see it. Um, And, well, this is what it reminded me of, is that. So uh, I go, Jackie, I need your help. Now, Jackie used to work at the vet. She has some knowledge. And uh, she was called like a vet tech or something like that when she did that. And um, so... Uh, I, I put on the gloves. I've, we've got surgical gloves at the house so that w- I can scrub the NFK's asshole. She puts on the gloves. And uh, we go outside. 
that's a good thing. Daisy knows what's up. She's like, oh, they're going to, they want to investigate my asshole. She won't let us near. So I get a hold of her and I, I, I'm lifting her off the ground and her legs are moving back and forth. And Jackie is investigating this region. Um, I actually said, be careful. Contents under pressure. It might squirt you in the face. It did not. It did not. But I said, be careful of those things. That does happen to people. Let me just say, uh, not trying to be gross in any way, but Jackie uh, uh, squeezed it and it ruptured. And a, a gigantic blob, I remember I said it wasn't going to be gross, of pus and blood just rolled out of this thing and collected on the ground like a fucking puddle of oil. It was, it actually made a noise. It went, and it just poured out of this fucking dog. And this crimson puddle, crimson pus meat puddle of of dog asshole jizz just poured out onto the ground. And she had this like, ah. Brandis says she's having a hard time listening today. That's the grossest part. That's the grossest part. So, well, maybe this is because then Jackie had to kind of like milk it all out. So, um, yeah, it was rough. Really, really rough. And uh, she bled for quite some time, actually. It was, there was a lot of blood. That thing was just full of blood. Kenny says, you can tell he loves doing this. I kind of did. I, I, I didn't, I just wanted to be holding her. He says, you can, you go, oh, you can tell he loves doing this. You mean you can tell I love making you sick. Aram says there's a special way it needs to be done. So the dog doesn't get injured. You're absolutely right. So we took care just to relieve the pressure and then, uh, uh, made it. You almost made my fiance puke. I see. Oh shit. Uh, got the damn blood. It was bleeding for quite some time. Uh, I uh, was able to uh, calm that down. And, um, I called the emergency vet and I said, okay, so this is, I, I told her everything she needed to know. And, uh, I go, should I bring her in tonight? She goes, nah, just, uh, uh, uh let that breathe for the night and then get her in today. So today, 10 AM queen of the forest. Has to take Daisy. So we will see her come in here and get the dog in a little while. But that was it, man. And holy shit, that was just intense. Uh, Arena Nick writes, ah, that's nothing. I watched a co a coworker take a facial from a softball size abscess on a dairy cow. Oh, oh my God. I can imagine the laughter. So are you saying that? The coworker was 
trying to alleviate the, the pressure on a dairy cow and the, the abscess exploded onto his face like a porn star. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. Incredible. All right, remember I said I wasn't going to make it that gross. That's it. That is it. That was my weekend. Those were the highlight moments. Feces, blood, and pus pouring out of a dog's anal gland. And the NFK. Nick says he even got it in his mouth. He instantly puked as I cracked up. Holy shit. The Eric Zane Show podcast is powered by the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. This thing's amazing. These people send me one, and I'm so happy. I love it so much. It's a lock. It's a 2K camera. It's a doorbell. Three-in-one, triple security. You know, a lot of the times when you buy something that's like a camera so you can see who's at your door, you're going to have to pay a monthly fee. That is not the case with the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. And by the way, I want you to search... E-U-F-Y Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. The Eufy Video Lock is easy to install, set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. Thank goodness, because if I did that, there'd be holes all over the place. It'd be horrible. Keyless entry, no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full. Never worry about the kids losing keys or passing among the renters. One second unlocking with, get this, AI self-learning chip embedded. The more you use it, the more accurate it will be. It's fingerprint recognition on this thing. You gotta try this out. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Full three-in-one triple security with Eufy. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. All right. A moment like this would never have happened on the radio. I never would have dreamed of telling this story on the radio. Too much. No, I probably would have. All right. Uh, I want to say hello to a number of people. I don't normally do this, but I am this time. Let's see. I just had somebody sign up on Patreon. Well, I had Brandon, Ben Glaze, Tom S., Scott Kelly, Ryan P., Paco H., Josh, Sherry, and uh, Brian 
Brian M. all sign up uh, in the past week, and I'm so very appreciative. Thank you, guys, uh, for being part of the show. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, that helps, uh, well, pay for the vet bills, for God's sake. Uh, five or ten bucks a month if you like the content and you think, man, this fucking guy is grinding. For three and a half years, he's been doing it his way. Uh, I'm going to throw a few bucks his way to the Patreon as a donation. And then in return, you get 15 plus hours of content each and every week. Patreon.com slash Eric Zay. I suggest just trying it out, seeing if you like it. All right. I put a lot of stuff up there. Uh, The daily Patreon bonus, the lost Zane recordings, the insane asylum, uh, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, all there for you and smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. Kent County Health Department reminds you that if you go to their website, accesskent.com slash health, everything you need to know about immunizations available there. And that's not just for your kids. If you're planning on traveling abroad to any other country, there's a very good chance there are things in place concerning your travel about immunizations you may need for whatever country uh, to get the full rundown. It doesn't matter where you are in the audience because that applies to whoever's traveling out of the United States. Go to accesskent.com slash health. I appreciate it. And they are a great sponsor. And I'm just happy to be able to talk about their initiatives with the Kent County Health Department. Uh, TC Paintball. Rick from TC Paintball, you won't believe this. I I stood him up last week. That was ugly. Uh, I forgot all about it, but trigger time uh, with TC Paintball was supposed to happen last week. It did not because I'm an idiot and I forgot it. And then thank God for radio voice Linda who sent me an email. She was very upset. She said, I thought we were going to hear from my boyfriend. And I said, "Uh, I screwed that up. So it'll be this week with Rick. In fact, it's going to be in 19 minutes with Rick from TC Paintball. Trigger time with Rick from TC Paintball. And don't forget, you can just drop in any day during the week with the exception of Saturday to play paintball. You want to play? Get your bro friends, get the neighborhood kids, get your wife, celebrate your anniversary and go to TC Paintball. tcpaintballgr.com. That is their website, Fully Stock Pro Shop. Uh, If you want to do a Saturday deal, you should make a reservation and uh, off you go. TC Paintball, longtime sponsor of this show. Uh, Rick goes back in his sponsorship to 2016 when I was on the beach after getting fired in between radio jobs. Uh, Rick said, I'll buy you a bunch of gift certificates if you hang uh, my sign. And it wasn't a sign. It was a towel with the logo of TC paintball on it behind you. And I said, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do whatever I can. The old YouTube uh, days. I think there was 30 episodes of uh, those shows. TC paintball, gr.com. Okay. And then of course, blue frost it, the managed it service provider for the Eric Zane show podcast. Thank you. Blue frost it. If you or your company needs it technical support, You obviously cannot afford your own tech department. You're not some giant company, but you can have all of the same capabilities and uh, expertise at your fingertips if 
you are working with Blue Frost IT. You want to upgrade your business with new tech? Call upon Blue Frost IT. Get a complimentary consultation. 616-200-8550. They are awesome. All right. Uh, Matt says, I've been a Patreon member since the beginning. Thank you. Is that Matt B who I'm uh, uh, marrying? Is that who Matt Balloon uh, uh, 1115 is? Matt Barassa, the world famous Matt Barassa. How are you, buddy? All right. Zane's air base during living on a prayer with the sidewalk singer was legendary. Oh, sorry. I can't say Matt. I'm supposed to say Matthew. Fucking Matt. He did this big dramatic announcement on Facebook. I am here to announce that going forward, I must be known as Matthew. Come on, man. All right, Matthew. Kenny says, Matthew, not Matt. The Twitch ID clearly says Matt. Wait a minute. You can't do a... He's right. (laughs) And I don't like saying he's right. He is right. You can't make a big deal Facebook crybaby post. I want to be known as Matthew and not Matt. And then your Twitch ID is Matt. You fucking moron. What the fuck is wrong with you? Looks like another call out of the blue. This will probably wind up me having to say a, say sorry to someone else. Everybody's so goddamn sensitive. sensitive. Hey, man, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Thanks. What's up? <laughs> so are you Matt Balloon? Yeah, that's me. I got that uh, username a long time ago. <laughs> well, why didn't you change it to Matthew, you know? I don't know. <laughs> well, wait a minute. You made a big deal on Facebook. Everybody's got to call you Matthew, and now here you are calling yourself Matt. To be honest, I'm probably just too lazy to change it. Uh-huh. But, yeah, uh, too lazy to change yeah. it, but you yell at everybody on Facebook to call you Matthew. Uh, uh. <laughs> all right yeah. i'll let it slide you know i love you i uh, i'm gonna see you in a year and four months uh yeah no earlier than that well what is the actual date again uh june 10th oh i thought you said you were getting married in november nope maybe that's june my 10th. daughter all right i'll see you in uh 11 months <laughs> all right man i'll see you soon okay tell amanda i said hi i will definitely okay Sorry that I hate. Right. Sorry I almost made her puke. <laughs> it's okay. I was just taking her to work. So she's going to go deal with poopy diapers now at the daycare. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll talk to you. All right. Man. Bye. Uh, Matt, a man of few words, but when he does, you know, he must be hurt. Holy shit. I didn't know that was June. 
I'm like, oh, yeah, you're getting married in November. I think my daughter's the one getting in November, married in November. Which, by the way, four months, one day. Four months and one day, Maddie, I'm sorry, Jackie will be married. <sighs> Where the fuck am I? Oh, okay. Hey, uh, Joe Biden, what a fucking moron. There's been a nice new collection of gaffes for this idiot that I want to share with you. And they've all kind of uh, piled up in a collection. And so we're going to go through them right now. Uh, let's see this one. He was in uh, Saudi Arabia. Did you see the deal where Biden walked up to the dude from Saudi Arabia and gave him the fist bump? It's bullshit. Um, you know, they're fucking terrorists over there. These are the people that murdered that reporter, that, uh, U S reporter, Jamal Khashoggi, and they cut him up into little bits. And uh, the guy that he fist bumped with was the guy who, like, ordered the hit. And still, this piece of shit, Biden, goes walking up to him and goes, yeah, fist bump. He doesn't know who the fuck the guy is. He thinks he's fist bumping the fucking Iron Sheik from WWE. You can't, you can't hold that against Biden. He's absolutely batshit crazy. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. A uh, series of ga- uh, gaffes that we must get into. The first one, uh, if you're watching, you can already see it's tipped you off as to what uh, what this is all about. But uh, let's get into it. Um, Joe Biden here. We'll always honor the Oops. selflessness of the and sacrifices of the American. Let me do that again. We'll always honor the bravery and selfishness, selflessness of the and sacrifices of the Americans who serve. Okay, so we got tons of shit because, as you can tell, he sounds like he's half drunk when he's saying it, talking about the uh, the uh, selfishness of American troops. Problem number one. Uh, Corey writes, yeah, but we need their oil, so whatever. He's right. He's right. Corey, you're right. We don't give a shit about Jamal Khashoggi. We want lower gas prices. All right. Uh, going back to Matt, he says, I reminded Eric a few times. Sorry, it takes a while to stick with me. What is the date again? June what? I think I might even have it on my phone. Okay. June. Change furnace filter. June 10. There it is. I even have it down. Matt B gets married. What an asshole. Nick, uh, Arena Nick writes, Biden could suck him off for all I care if he can get back, get us back to $2 a gallon. Hey, it's, it's happening, actually. It has been dropping. You know what's interesting is um, I've talked to you about this Get Upside uh, uh, app, and I'm not, this isn't even an ad, but it's fucking great because right now at the gas station just at the corner, it's uh, gas is priced at four fifty four a gallon. Now that's about the average for around here, but I get an additional twenty two cents off per gallon, so that brings it down to four dollars and thirty four cents. All I have to do is hit this button when I get to the fucking gas station, 
and then pump my gas, grab the receipt, put the receipt down, scan it with my phone, and then I get a reimbursement. So if I get 22, 20 gallons of gasoline, they then send me $4.40 into my account. So it's been just, but I told you about this. It's been just piling up. I'm now up to $16.30. If I wanted to, I could hit the button and it would go right into my bank. But I'm going to let that shit pile up. And then I'm going to put it into my retirement account. If you're not doing that, you're a fucking dumbass. Just search Get Upside. That is actually a free plug. I'm reaching out to them, trying to get them to sponsor the show because I love it so much. Okay. Uh, I'm so getting off track. Gaff number one. Gas, uh, gaff number two, Joe Biden. I will once more return to the hollow ground of Yad Vashem to honor six million Jewish lives were stolen in the genocide and continue, which we must do every, every day, continue to bear witness. To keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust, horror of the Holocaust, honor those we lost. That's right. To honor the honor of the truth and honor of the Holocaust. Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust, horror of the Holocaust. And then he caught it, but still, it sounds like a shithead. Come on, man. You fucking dick. Get it together. He's going over a series of dates of mass shootings. Okay. This is the one when he was uh, uh, speaking at the White House and the dad of the Parkland kid stood up and said, this is stupid. It's not going to change anything. You suck dick. And uh, Biden said, sit down and let me finish. And then he said, oh, no, let him speak. And then they, like, took the guy out and shot him in the face. Some of that might not be true. This is what he said when he was going over the dates of these incidents. Fort Hood, Texas, 2009. 13 dead, 30 more injured. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, 1918. 17 dead, 17 injured. In both places... Yeah, you know, that that Stoneman Douglas Parkland shooting, 1918. You asshole. 2009, 13 dead, 30 more injured. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, 1918. 17 dead, 17 injured. Why can't Harris just walk up there, push him out of the shot, and say, you fucking dick. What the fuck is wrong with you? Can't you fucking read? Slow down, you stuttering, mumbling piece of shit. Fucking A, get your shit together. Or get out! You can't even read! And then this one. The wide-eyed fucking fool with uh, Harris behind him and whoever this fucker is. He reads the uh, uh, stage direction on the prompter. Whoever wrote the fucking uh, speech wrote down to emphasize a certain key point in parentheses, repeat the line. So all he has to do is repeat the line. This fucking asshole reads out loud, repeat the line. Majority writes, and I quote, women, it's a quote now from the, the majority. Women are not without electoral or political power. 
It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without Asshole. electoral and or political or, or maybe oh. precise, not and or, or. You're anything but precise. Don't ever say, let me be precise. We've been trying to, you to get you to be precise for a fucking two years. Women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral. This dude's laughing. Look at this guy. <laughs> it is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral and or political or, or maybe precise, not and or or political majority rights. God, I'm sorry. Terrible. Uh. Tyler writes, he's Ron Burgundy. He'll read whatever is on the prompter. Yeah, that was a Burgundy moment. My God. End of quote. Repeat the line. Well said, former Vice President Biden. I don't think so. He's going to win again. And frankly, uh, I hope so. I hope he wins because... Harris, as the president, is doing a better job as president than any Republican could ever do. Because as you know, in my opinion, and I only get one opinion and one vote, anything is better than the uh, crop of shithead Republicans that exist today. Fingers crossed that a Democrat is in the White House. Again, I don't give a shit who it is. Anyone but a Republican. The only time I would vote for a Republican is if it was one of those rhino Republicans. I love the rhinos. The rhinos are the best Republicans. Those are the ones you want. It's a misnomer. They're called Republican in name only. In fact, they are the true Republicans, okay? Uh, the ones that are crazy, you know, I don't even need to give you a play by play as to who is the crazy ones. Those are the ones you don't want. Those are the ones that are going to lead us to absolute uh, madness in bedlam. We want the rhinos. Put a rhino, either put a Democrat in there, and I'll settle for a rhino. We'll get to Rick. Trigger time with Rick from TC Paintball. As Aram says, straight ticket Democrat is the only way to go. That's the way, that's how I'm voting this year. I've had it. Enough. Enough of your shit. I am sick and tired of the bullshit. Uh, that's That's how it has to be. Thank you to Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. If you want to have the flooring installed, do it right the most affordable way possible. Reach out to Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. Today, they're fantastic. Oh, my God. Love you guys. Uh, They'll show up at your house, measure the room, let you know by the end of the day how much it's going to cost you. 
Hopefully, you've ripped out the old stuff ahead of time. That is encouraged. That type of activity, behavior is encouraged. Save you some money. 616-318-0167. The flooring I want you to buy. Kent, drop the E out of you. And his uh, partners in crime over at the discount outlet, the Johnson Carpet One discount outlet in beautiful Granville, Michigan. If you are on Chicago Drive, there's a Little Caesars there. Right behind it is uh, the discount outlet. Big, ugly beige building, small red sign, and uh, unbelievably handsome, hardworking gentlemen are in there and uh, making your dreams come true when it comes to flooring at an affordable price. They buy it by the 53-foot trailer full. Have it delivered, and then they uh, set it up just kind of like on the floor. You just walk in, grab what you want, and get the hell out of there. I needed so much flooring, they had to grab a fucking forklift and uh, you know lift it onto the onto my truck. Uh, it, it, that's the type of operation this is. Down the street is the main showroom where the uh, beautiful people are. But if you want to save real money, try the discount outlet first. That might be just what the doctor ordered, as Ted Nugent would say. Okay. The discount outlet, go there. And if you mention my name, save 10% off of the cost. Just mention my name and you go there. Of the already uh, affordable price, amazingly affordable, cheaper than anybody else in the business. Bosco's Pub, beautiful Hudsonville, Michigan, getting ready to schedule another party at Bosco's Pub as they are getting back open. Man, that was rough. No workers. Bosco's Pub. Hudsonville, Michigan, Terra Square. Can't wait to get together with you all and celebrate another party as we uh, have our favorite burger, Boscadia, or uh, well drink or draft beer. Okay? Awesome place. Beautiful Terra Square, Hudsonville, Michigan. Don't go anywhere. Rick from TC Paintball is going to join me in just a bit, but your old pal Eric Zane has to go tinkle. Okay? Stand by. I will be right back.
lying, laying straight on his back with four paws in the air. All right. I expect this to be ridiculously shitty. Uh, trigger time with Rick from TC Paintball. You act so disgusting to your audience. Welcome in, Rick. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I had a bad weekend with uh, gross things happening around the house here. Well, yeah, when uh, when I was scheduled for Friday, right before 9 a.m., you had those two shit stories, and I was like, man, I got to follow shit stories? Oh, I you know, I, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> I, I'm kind of glad you forgot about me, to be honest. Oh, Jesus, but today's worse. I mean, seriously, have you ever had something really, really ugly happen with your dog where you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, that's the... That's the bad part about owning animals, you know, because they don't they don't know any better. So yeah, I've I've had those issues. I've had dogs for a long time, so I definitely had those issues. It's uh, it's not fun when you got to clean up clean up after, and you get kind of lazy when uh, when they're good trained dogs. But sometimes accidents happen. You ever have a dog that eats poo? Yes, uh, cat poo. Normally, they stick their head in a little box there, and they come out like a little like a little caviar treat. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's so yeah. gross. Oh my god, and then they want to kiss you on the face. Yep, yep. Yeah, Bruce, that that's a new thing. That's a that's a new thing too, man. So yeah, gosh darn it, unbelievable. But okay, well welcome in. You know we uh we started out doing trigger time, and then if it was one thing, it was another. You getting sick, you doing paintball, me forgetting you, and then all of a sudden here you are. You're back with us. Welcome, Rick. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay, Rick, what is on your mind right now? It's been another uh, busy weekend, and normally we do we would be doing this on a Friday, but certainly there's got to be something burning on your brain that you want to talk about. Um, I do have a question for you. Um, when when are you going to learn your lesson? A uh, little, little bit more context. Well, I mean, there's, there seems to be a divide right now, and I, I understand that you kind of got to create content out of thin air sometimes, but I think sometimes you got to take your own advice and read the room a little bit. I don't know. Can you? I, I, you're speaking another language to me. I, I'm barely paying attention to what you're talking about. Oh, well, can you stop what you're doing and focus on? No, no, I just, I don't know what you're referring to. I mean, I, there was a there was a couple weeks ago I was uh, doing that bit about the great Zaniac Exodus, but that is, uh, that's over. All right. I mean, I guess that's one perspective on it. I, th- I don't think it's over. Um, I think that there are some former regulars, uh, characters on the show, and big supporters that aren't as big as supporters anymore. What happened? Um, I, I don't know the whole story. I know bits and pieces and I've heard and read and paid attention as much as I can. Um, I think that you pissed some people off. Now, I don't want to act like it's completely your fault because going in, we all know you're kind of an asshole. That's kind of your stick. That's kind of what got you popular. And I think it's also what got you fired a few times or at least once. Um, but I think that there is a middle ground. I think there's three sides to every story, to be honest. And I think there's, I think maybe some of the people that are a little bit butthurt is a little bit of a piling on um, where they think it's a good opportunity to get back at you. But I think also that you cross some lines sometimes. And I've sent you messages and phone calls when I was a little concerned, like, bro, 
don't treat your audience like that. And, and, you know, and between you and I, you can treat your audience any way you want, but I want you to be popular. I want you to do well. I mean, I want uh -huh. you to keep trumpeting what I'm, you know, my business because I pay you as an advertiser and I yeah, want as many people to listen as possible. So I have a vested interest in, you know, how many people are staying and going and, and being engaged with what you're doing. Right, right. But I feel like there's, I feel like there's a middle ground there where you don't necessarily have to trample on your audience, whether they agree with you or not. Dude, I do not know what the reference is. Is there is there like a reference point in particular that stands out that that is that is uh, that needs a spotlight shown on it? But I've I I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I don't have a reference point. Like oh. I said, I don't. I, I heard bits and pieces. I kind of half-ass paid attention to what was going on when it was going on and i wasn't sure if it was jokes or reality or what um and you know i see people saying right now that you've moved on from it and i think you have but i just in general yeah. i feel like it's good practice to want to retain business and retain uh, audience members um i think there's a middle ground there where we don't necessarily have to exit this thing. okay um yeah, I, I, I haven't really heard from anyone in quite some time or heard anything specific. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if I hear anything from anyone who reaches out to me, I always want to uh, engage that and, hear, and hear, what they, um, hear what they have to say. But, I honestly, I haven't heard shit. I've kind of been uh, like, maybe it's because I've been minding my own business or just kind of laying low. But, I mean, outside of um, this show and things like that, um, I... I have no fucking idea what the hell you're talking about. And if that's where you're at, that's where you're at. You know what I mean? If, uh, if you want to move past it, then by all means, I mean, this is something I wanted to say, you know, last week or whatever, but I got forgotten about. Yeah. Um, so it, it pushes us down the road and maybe it makes us a little bit old news that I'm refer referencing now. And, you know, you, you are a content creator. I get that. And I think everybody does get that, but you know, there's also, there's also, I don't want to be too critical of you. It's your show. You do whatever you want. You got, you got a lot of downloads and listens, so oh, you, you know the formula. But from my narrow perspective on what you're doing, I feel like that uh, – uh, what am I trying to say? That you don't necessarily – you kind of talk out of both sides of your mouth once in a while. You say, I don't need new friends or I don't need any friends, but then you also go out of your way and tell us how we're family. You know, we hang out together. We all have your number. Um when when there's issues, you know, uh, we contact you. You contact us. Like there's a, there's a there's a back and forth. There's a give and take. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so, sometimes you get to the point where you throw your hands up in the air and say, you know, what? I don't need any damn friends. I'm just doing a job. That's kind of true. But you also kind of need us as friends too, because if it wasn't for the friendships that you built, nobody would have would have followed you to this platform. No one would have followed you to the different places that you've gone and supported you every step of the way. Um, I think there's some truth in that. Like I said, there's three sides to every story. I think there's a little bit of fault, guilt maybe butt-hurtness on both sides, but I think there needs to be a little bit more of reading the room and knowing who you're dealing with and also being appreciative of what people have done for you. Oh, yeah, of course. Who wouldn't want to do that? I, I absolutely uh, agree with all of that. Uh, this this is, this is uh, uh, wow, I had no clue. Jesus. Okay, yeah, but duly noted. Duly noted. I agree. But I'm not trying to bring you down. I mean, no, that's just an no, opinion I had on something that's been brewing oh, underneath. God. I'm not trying to bring the show down. I'm not trying to bring you down. Keep doing what you're doing. No, that, fair that's enough. That's just my opinion on the subject. No, man, I totally, I totally respect that. I don't have a problem with anything you've said. This is all, this is all uh, good to know. Good to know, honestly. So, yeah, uh, uh, agree wholeheartedly. Definitely not a problem, and, and nothing you could say would be taken as... Uh, like poorly or anything like that. I, I wouldn't worry about that for me. Well, and also I think that 
I think that uh, the you think that it is on one level of being show content, and when it drifts into another level where people are taking it a different way, I'm not sure if you really acknowledge or see that right away, and sometimes I feel like it's a little bit too late for you to reel it back in off that. Because, you know, let's be honest, we all kind of have thick skin. We don't mind getting, you know... I mean, you talk shit about me, you talk shit about, you know, any other member of the of the audience. We, we all kind of understand what it is. But then when it crosses a line, and everybody's got a different line that it crosses. When it crosses a line, I don't know if everybody understands well, where the line right was on. and when it got crossed. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we're kind of out in the weeds. Oh, yeah. I, I, I am too right now, but I, I, uh, I, I will, you know, try to double back and see what's going on. You know, no worries. Let's move on. All right, buddy. Okay, so what uh, what else has been happening in your world that's been uh, that's been kind of bubbling under that you want to uh, that you want to address? Nothing bubbling under. I'm just really busy. Um, it's a busy summer, and I'm happy for that. So I really don't have any complaints or issues. I mean, there's a lot going on in the world right now that I, I don't have an expert opinion on. I just kind of watch and see how it goes and try to keep my family as safe as possible. I mean, that's that's kind of the stance I can take on it. Now, Rick, uh, COVID is coming back. Are you excited about that? Um, am I excited about it? Well, I think it's, uh, it's the worst flu I've ever had. Um, it put me down, uh, but I don't think I should shut my business down. Well, I know um, that, I, but, uh, I mean, you know, they're, you're, they're, they're talking about how there's another new variant that's going to kick everybody's ass. Are you concerned about that in any way? I mean, is that even front page news anymore? Well, it was. I feel like that, uh, that's something they talk about when every other news cycle kind of slows down a little bit. So, are you getting the impression that it's like, all right, we got nothing. We got nothing. Let's just say that COVID is hot. You know, <laughs> I didn't really see it enter my world, really. Um, I mean, aside from the shutdowns, I didn't see it really enter my world until I had it and another member of my staff had it, and we had to stay away from the store for a while. Um, so to say that it's hot, I mean, those are just numbers I see on a screen, and I don't know if I ever fully believed all the numbers. So I don't uh-huh. know. I just kind of wait till it enters my world, and I deal with it then. All right. Well, so basically, because of your ignorance, you uh, risk the life of one of your coworkers, right? That's one way to put it. One of That's your, definitely one way to put it. One of your employees. I mean, take away the media and how bad would this, this situation have been? Okay, Rick, I get you. Okay, well, uh, I just played a number of clips of Joe Biden's gaffes. Did you happen, oh to, my God. Did you happen to hear some of that? Oh, yeah, I, uh, I don't think I need to uh, further explain how much of an idiot he is. He, uh, he proves it himself every time he talks. I think he's, I don't think he's well. I just don't think he's well. You know, I well, I, I, I don't I, think he has been. I, think, I mean, I mean, since he took office, it's been one gaffe after another, hasn't it? I think it's um, uh, elder abuse on the man at this point. Yeah. So I, you know, I I I can't I can't get behind anything about him being the president. So, uh, so you'll be with me voting straight ticket Democrat. I appreciate that. I don't do straight ticket anything. I think they're all full of shit. <laughs> Okay, Rick, uh, we uh, have to get to the bottom of when our next paintball event is going to be. Yeah, I um, I put that date on the chat last week, and you said no to that. What about the following week on uh, August 14th? I uh, can't access my phone this second, but I will check it out. Well, yeah, you can uh, you can get back to me to confirm, but that's a good one for me. I've got more busy dates before and after that, so that one kind of falls into a sweet spot. But if that works for you, let me know, and we'll start, we'll start pushing it. All right, buddy. I, uh, I appreciate you, so um, uh, I will talk to you further down the road. All right, buddy? At the end of the day, I appreciate you, too. Keep doing what you're doing. Just be nice. 
Always. That's 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 the goal. That's that's why I'm here. All right, man. Thanks. All right, talk to you soon. There, goodbye. Uh, Rick from PC Paintball. By the way, uh, the last the last time we did paintball, last several times, he's been getting his ass kicked. Um, but during the battle royale. Just pointing that out there. There you go. That's being nice. I'm just pointing out, Rick, what you did. Mm. All right. Thanks to him for being part of the show. Rick uh, definitely has an opinion about, he didn't really then that time, uh, but uh, this segment, Corey has a suggestion, should run like this. Eric has a predetermined list of headlines that are pretty polarizing. We hear Rick's opinion on them almost like Dear Meathead. I like that. That's spectacular. Uh, so that's, uh, that's what I might do going forward. Rick, what do you think about this? Okay. Fair enough. Let's move on. Elon Musk's dad is a fucking lunatic. Wow. Did you know that Elon Musk, um, had sex with his stepdaughter and she is the baby mother of two of his kids? Holy shit. I thought that Elon Musk was just made crazy because he got so incredibly wealthy. But that's not true at all. I think that his dad had uh, had something to do with it. Elon Musk's dad, Errol Musk, uh, revealed he sired a second secret love child with his glamorous stepdaughter, uh, Jana. Besidenhout, 76-year-old Errol Musk welcomed the baby girl with Jana uh, back in 2019, but only just confirmed it. The news on Wednesday, uh, uh, he said, the only thing we are on earth for is to reproduce. So he's like a, a, a planting his flag and having sex with his stepdaughter. Now, technically... Um, you, you, you can actually have sex with your stepdaughter. Now, 76 year old Errol Musk, uh, is the father of the, of two kids. The five-year-old is Elliot. He was born in 2017. She is in like her thirties. She's 35 years old. Here you go. This is an image of these two. This is really disgusting. Okay, so that is uh, Elon's stepsister. Errol Musk right here. Elon here. He's a fucking lunatic. And the chick. Two kids with Errol Musk. How fucked up is that? Errol admitted Janice's pregnancy was unplanned and told uh, the son... They are no longer living together, citing their 41-year age grap, uh, grap, gap. It's not practical. She's 35, Errol said. Eventually, if I'm still around, she might wind up back with me. He added, any man who marries a younger woman, even if you feel sprightly, it's going to be nice for a while, but that's a big gap. 
And that gap is going to show itself. I actually appreciate that comment. He is well aware that it's fucking disgusting. Oh, hey, you scared me. You got to take Daisy? Uh, Elon Musk's dad is 41 years older than this chick that just had his baby. And that's the stepdaughter. That is so hot. Daisy's off to get, uh, go to the vet about her ruptured uh, anal sac gland. It looks better, doesn't it? What do you think about that? Does that make you horny? Okay. See ya. <laughs> Diana, if you're just listening to the audio podcast, Diana came in and, and got the dog scared the shit out of me. That's weird when you see somebody in your peripheral like that. I'm surprised I didn't jump. Uh, all right, where was I? Uh, the Musk family tree is complicated and is growing more so by the day. Errol has seven kids while Elon has ten. Errol uh, is a wealthy South African engineer. Married model May Haldman Musk in 1970. She had three kids, Elon Kimball and Tosca. They split in 79. Errol went on to re- uh, wed Heidi Beisenhout, a young widow who already had two kids, including Jana. Errol and Heidi had two biological children together, but he also helped raise Jana, and then he started having sex with her. Jana was four when he became her stepfather. Errol and Heidi eventually divorced after an 18-year marriage. The Musk family was stunned. Why have I, am I just hearing about this now? When Jana became pregnant with Errol's baby in 2017, it led to a bitter falling out between Errol and Elon. You've been fucking my stepsister. Oh, God, it's terrible. With the Tesla CEO furious that his father had impregnated his stepsister. Errol's other children were also shocked and uncomfortable about the surprise pregnancy. You know, this is so fucked up. I don't, it just goes to show you may be wealthier than, you know, all of us combined. Errol, Elon, doesn't matter. You're a bunch of fucking lunatics. You are sick, sick fucks. And you're fucking going to hell. Okay? They still don't like it, Errol admitted in his new interview with The Sun. They still feel a bit creepy about it because she's their sister, their half-sister. You know, I will say this about Errol. He's very aware. That's two comments in a row that I've been like, at least he gets it. You know? He's being very frank. Frank! Elon has not publicly commented on his father's latest baby admission. The pair are still estranged, with Elon describing his dad as, quote, a terrible human being in an interview with Rolling Stone. Uh, Errol and Jana's son, born in 2017, is named Elliot Rush, and his nickname Rushy. Errol has not disclosed the name of their daughter, born in 2019. Uh, despite the fact they are no longer a couple, Errol said Jana and their two young children have come to stay at his home in Pretoria. They spent a few days about here six months ago, and the kids were starting to get on my nerves, he said. 
Then I miss them as soon as they have gone. You see, this guy's great. That's three comments in a row. He's just telling it like it is. Yeah, the fucking kids get on my nerves. Get the fuck out of here. If you're not regularly exposed to kids, that's what you get. If you're a mother and a father and you have kids, your brain changes to that of raising your kids and you still have to put up with their shit, but your body, you've been accustomed to this type of madness. So it's, you have a uh, better sensibility about how to handle when the kids are being kids. But if you just say, here's your son and daughter, you're going to be like, get these fucking kids out of here before I murder them. Okay. No, get the fuck out. That's how when you're a grandpa, you're like, oh man, it's great. Cause they come all, they come over and you hug them and you love on them and you play with them and you do fun grandpa stuff. And then they got to go. <laughs> Bye-bye. See ya. Uh, Errol admitted he had never asked Jana for a paternity test to make sure he was the father of the now three-year-old saying, now I didn't even bother. Uh, she looks just like my other daughters. So it's pretty obvious. However, the wealthy businessman stated that there are other women claiming that he has also fathered their children. Errol Musk says, I have about six people, women who claim that their children is my child right now. Obviously, they are opportunists, he stated, stated, but there was a period in Johannesburg in the 80s that I was going out with a different woman every night. I had plenty of dates, so it's quite conceivable that one of them could actually come back and say, this is your child. It's possible. God. He's living the dream. The elderly patriarch says he has not ruled out the possibility of having more children in the future. If I could ever have another child, I would. I can't see any reason not to. See, I, I've never liked that mentality simply because it's all ego and it's it's a horrible way to view the world. Just go out and have kids because Errol, Errol Musk is not being a father to these children. There are still young children growing up who at one point in time, they'll be no father figure in their life. And that fucking sucks. So fuck Errol Musk. This guy's a piece of shit. Uh, Errol officially has fewer children than Elon though, who is 51 and now is the father of 10. I didn't know this. Musk confirmed last week. He fathered twins with Siobhan Zillis who is a 36-year-old executive at the company Neuralink, the brain chip company. And then he cheekily tweeted out last Thursday, ha, doing my best to help the underpopulation crisis. A collapsing birth rate is the biggest danger civilization faces by far. So he's a piece of shit too, Elon. And he's like, oh yeah, this is the right thing to do. Just go out and have random kids with people. Fuck you. The twins, whose names have not been disclosed, were born just weeks before Musk welcomed his second child, Exa Dark Sidereal, oh, with Canadian pop star Grimes. Musk and Grimes also have a two-year-old son whose name 
is not anything you can pronounce. It looks like a num like the the numerals you see after a movie. Metro Golden Mare and then all sorts of X's and I's and weird things that look like Latin. What a fucking asshole. World's richest man first became a father in 02, welcoming a son named Nevada with then wife Justine Wilson. That boy passed, though. Ten weeks later, sudden infant death syndrome. Uh, Elon and Justine went on to have five more kids. God, what a fucking shit show. Again, you two have all the money in the world, but you're fucking pieces of shit. Jesus. Absolutely sickening to me. So there you go. Elon's dad. All right. Shout out to My Policy Shop Insurance. Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. 616-914-4070. Now, okay. If you are self-employed between jobs or maybe your employer does not offer you insurance... You need to get that done. That is an absolute gamble. If you are rolling the dice and something happens to you that you require some type of medical care, you are going to be sidled with an amount of uh, debt from the medical bills that's going to take you a lifetime to get out of if you are lucky. So quit screwing around with this and get an insurance policy. All right. Healthcare.gov is the government-funded health insurance plan that I take advantage of, and you should too. But I don't recommend that you go to the website and try to figure this out on your own. Have Frank do it for you. It's free. 616-914-4070. Shoot him a text. Say, hey, Eric Zane, send me. Help me. I got to get insurance in the marketplace. He'll help you out. He's the best. And again, His services cost nothing. He is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. Absolutely fantastic. Also, if you're getting ready to turn 65, you need to keep in mind that Medicare is in your future. Uh, And it might not be you. It could be someone you know or love. If they are getting ready to utilize the Medicare system or if they're already doing that, have Frank give them a Medicare Advantage plan checkup. Do this. This is so key because... He could be saving you or your loved one a ton of money. That happened to the NFK. Uh, Frank has really had an impact on this family in saving us money, and I'm so grateful for that. 616-914-4070 or go to buyinsurancehere.com. We got comedy over at... uh, Full House Comedy, fullhousecomedy.com. Good group of people over there. You got comedy all over the place in West Michigan. So fantastic. Fullhousecomedy.com shows all over the place. In fact, I like going there from time to time and see what the hell is coming locally. Uh, and you got venues like uh, Holland, Muskegon, uh, Jesus. You got uh, Creston Brewing. There's, uh, there's shows happening. Today is the 18th. On the 20th, the Chocolate Factory Comedy Urban Showcase is happening there at, um, where is that show? Oh, Rowan Park is where that is. Grand Rapids Comedy Club, John Polar Bear Gonzalez, Hispanic Causing Panic Tour. Sounds like fun. Paul Verzi at the Park Theater coming up Thursday and Friday. Paul is going to be at the Listening Room and on Saturday as well for Paul Verzi. 
In a week, Mike Palisak comes to town. And then in uh, two weeks, Tim Meadows. Saturday Night Live alum going to be awesome. Doug Stanhope, Sunday, August 21st at the Listening Room. All right. Fullhousecomedy.com. Hang on, I need a drink. Oh, my God. God, I feel good. I feel good, baby. Excuse me. Uh... Rapper Kodak Black. I don't have any of his music, but I have heard of him. I heard of him because Kodak Black, he was um, pardoned by Trump in 2020. There was two artists that Trump pardoned. He pardoned. Uh, Kodak Black and uh, Lil Wayne. And so that happened. And uh, when he pardoned them, everybody's like, well, this is fantastic. And everybody's like, oh, well, what the fuck? Why is he doing that? And then God knows why. Uh, I was reading a White House statement, but they said, oh, it's because these guys have been so charitable. And that's true. This is uh, another image of Kodak Black. I think that's taken from a mug shot. Obviously, he's been arrested if he was incarcerated um, at the time. The discussion, sir, the comments. So basically, they paid their way out, I, I guess. Um. Some of the uh, uh, things, okay, uh, I'll, I'll cover the good with Kodak Black. Let's see. November 2018, Kodak Black announced he's building a school in Haiti. October 1st of that same year, he donated $10,000 to the Jack and Jill Children's Center, provider of early children's education. All right. December 20th, 2018, Kodak Black donated enough money to Paradise Child Care in Broward County, Florida to provide gifts for 150 kids in the area. In addition, he also donated $5,000 for the organization's annual Christmas party. In late 2018, he donated $2,500 to a South Carolina police officer, Terrence Carraway. He was killed in a shootout on duty. May 3rd, 2019, Kodak Black donated $12,000 Uh, To a girl named Paige Cook, the girl's goal was to give pencils and notebooks to give to all 7,600 students in the Cleburne Independent School District in Texas, a low-income district. In 2018, Paige raised enough money, the girl, to buy over 40,000 pencils. Okay. In the wake of the 2019 Colorado STEM shooting, Kodak Black's lawyer reached out to the family of Kendrick Ray Castillo, who was shot and killed after lunging at the attacker on May 11th and offered to pay for Castillo's funeral and set aside an annual $10,000 scholarship for any student wishing to go to college for science or engineering. His lawyer stated that the family had not yet responded. Kodak also donated $50,000 to 
Gekumi. Oh. The son of late rap rapper and collaborator XXX Tentacion. Oh. Kodak and Triple X Tentacion were friends up until his death in 2018. Okay. That's the good. I want to be fair here on Kodak Black. Uh, let's go back February 12th, 2022. This is after he got let out of prison in 2020. He's been shot in a fight outside a, uh, a restaurant where Justin Bieber was hosting a Super Bowl week party. Survived that. But let's get into the controversies. Kodak Black, January 2017, Kodak Black put out on Instagram a live video of himself in Washington, D.C. hotel room with several other men while a lone woman performed oral sex on them. Kodak Black's Instagram account hit a record high during the broadcast. The rapper later wrote on Twitter about the incident reading, if I could change, I swear I would. I tried everything, but I'm just so hood. All right, now I like that. You have an admission that if I could change, I, and it rhymes, I swear I would. I tried everything, but I'm just so hood. His words. In January of 17, he wrote on Instagram about his preference for light-skinned women over those with dark skin. He also stated in an interview with actress Kate Kiki Palmer, he also, I'm sorry, he also stated in an interview that actress Kiki Palmer was, quote, unquote, straight, but that, quote, he don't really like black girls like that. Some Twitter users responded negatively, provoking Kodak Black to delete both his Instagram and Twitter accounts. Kodak Black also stated that light-skinned women are easier to break down Black women are, quote, too gutter. And that he does not like his own skin complexion. This guy's remarkable. Despite all of this shit, remarkably successful. And I'm just getting started. I haven't even gotten into the legal issues. You have other rap rappers hating this guy because of the shit he says. In April of 19, this is probably why I like him so much. He garnered controversy when he offered to, quote, wait to have sex with Lauren London, who was mourning the death of her boyfriend, Nipsey Hussle. Hussle was murdered a few days beforehand. So he said, I'm going to wait to have sex with Nipsey's girlfriend. Black said he would, quote, give her a whole year if she, quote, might need a whole year to be crying and shit for him. Oh, no. He received immediate backlash for these comments. Uh, just incredible, a DG for the ra- a DJ for the radio station Power 106. Pow! Power 106 with the dude. Announced that the station would be boycotting Kodak Black's music. Credible said, we stand with the family of Nipsey Hussle and are appalled by the disrespectful and poor comments made by Kodak Black. 
Fellow rappers T.I. and The Game also respond, responded with T.I. saying, quote, you out of pocket, N-word. In a video recorded for Kodak Black. On April 7th, Kodak Black responded saying, quote, if I disrespected you, Lauren, he's going to make it good now. If I disrespected you, Lauren London, in any shape or form, I am sorry, even though I didn't. My God. He issued a more in-depth apology in 2020 while he was serving his four-year prison sentence. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. This guy's rap sheet takes a significant amount of time to cover. It's like he cannot get out of his own way. And the reason why this all comes up is because he just got arrested over the weekend. Again. This guy has never, ever learned. And I think we need to go back to the comment. If I could change, I swear I would. I tried everything, but I'm just so hood. We have a number of people on the podcast that we're describing today who are self-aware, except for me, apparently. That was all fucking newsflash. Uh, but the idea that Russ or uh, Kodak Black is like, hey, I, I can't help myself. And then you have uh, 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 Errol Musk, same thing. My God. People are battling it out for asshole of the day, but I'll give them this. They're all very, very aware of what's happening around them. Uh, Friday, Black's vehicle was stopped by Florida Highway Patrol, and um, the window tint appeared darker than the legal limit. Now, I don't believe that. I believe he was pulled over because they know that that's Kodak Black's car and there's something that's going to be fucked up about it because he's an idiot. Um, or maybe they saw that it was a black guy driving it and they pulled him over, which is what's really happening there. But that, that doesn't matter at this point. Uh, cops detected a smell of marijuana. They searched the vehicle, finding a bag with 31 oxy tablets and almost $75,000 in cash. Kodak Black, he's charged. That's a lot of uh, drugs. He's charged with trafficking. Holy fuck. That's a massive felony charge. Trafficking oxy in possession of a controlled substance. His driver's license and vehicle tag were also expired. So holy shit. Now this is, I don't know how it works, but he, uh, in January of 21, Trump commuted the, the sentence for his 2020 conviction, which I, get, I think I'll get into in a second. But, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot going on here. Sexual assault, rape, firearms possession. This guy has done a lot. And he's been in trouble with just about everybody. The feds, the local police, county, uh, county sheriffs. And then the fact that Trump... And uh, his administration uh, pardons this piece of shit is fucking beyond me. It's one of the biggest. It's one of the biggest scams that exists in the world today. That a president can be leaving office and just anybody can get out of prison, you know. And then you got that that guy Joe Exotic, the guy from Tiger King. I mean, he did a hell of a lot less of a pro of, of problematic things than than this piece of shit, and and he's still in prison. 
I mean, all he wanted to do was kill that bitch, Carol Baskins. And we all know she deserves to die. So, I I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of support for him. She killed her husband too. Oh my God. So I can't figure out how the hell this guy, uh, the suggestion is being floated on the chat that it's all money. Uh, Corey says, seems very on brand for Trump. Kind of, I guess, but Trump hates black people too. You know? Chris says, the driver of the car was darker than the legal limit. Uh, First time chat. Why does Twitch ban me? Writes, you want to see a horse's fat cock? I don't know if we can allow that. Whatever. Anyway, in case you wanted to know, Kodak Black is once again arrested. Do not eat Skittles. Did you see this damn story? Uh, I guess in 2016, Skittles said, all right, we are going to uh, get rid of titanium dioxide. Now, I don't know about you, but who would have thought that candy could have something in it like titanium dioxide? None of that term is edible titanium dioxide isn't titanium like the shit they put on like medical devices that super hard metal alloy that is is lasts forever why would you why why the fuck does skittles why are they made with titanium dioxide well as i understand it i guess titanium dioxide is added to the formula of skittles to make them look um pristine and shiny and perfect so you open up a bag of Skittles, which honestly, it could, outside of the poison that you're getting, it might be uh, the most perfect candy. I mean, my God, are those things fucking great. I've not met, I've not opened a bag of those that I haven't liked. In fact, I'm looking at this right here, and despite the fact that the story is telling me that there's poison in them, all three of those brands, the smoothie kind, and then I think that's like the uh, uh, tropical fruit kind. And then the uh, the old school ones. Holy shit. Absolutely incredible. Well, if you're eating these, you're getting like a mouthful of titanium dioxide. Uh, purple bag Skittles are the best. Corey says the sour ones are awesome. Agreed. Um. They add the titanium dioxide, and then they got busted for it. That's Mars Inc. And uh, Mars Inc. said, you're right. It is a toxic chemical. We're cutting that out. Gives the uh, colors a brighter appearance and is commonly used, this titanium dioxide, that is also used to keep you safe from the sun. They put that into sunscreen. You're eating that. 
Lawsuit was filed Thursday because Skittles said we're taking it out in 2016, and they 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 just said it and just didn't do it. Now, actually, that's that's something that I would do. Tell you that I'm going to do something, and then just don't do it. I I actually do fully support that. Um, if someone walked in here right now and said, Eric Zane, do you want some titanium dioxide? I would say, yes, I want to eat that. Um, I don't give a shit what it does to me. That candy is fantastic. And I do not support this lawsuit on Skittles because right now they're perfect. And if anybody fucks with it and changes them, that's going to make me not happy. Lawsuit was filed in the Northern District of California. Plaintiff Janiel Thames claims that Skittle maker Mars is deceiving customers and putting their health at risk over its continued use of titanium dioxide for its candy trademark hues. The suit also takes issue with the package design, which it says hinders the efforts of reasonable consumers to inform themselves. All right, so if there has to be some type of, like, uh, common ground between the candy maker and the consumers, I'm okay with that. You know, you put in a big, uh, uh, large, colorful uh, font. Spot. Now! With titanium dioxide, now with cancer-causing titanium dioxide. If it said, now with titanium-causing cancer dioxide on the label, I am okay with that. I am still going to eat it, and don't act like you won't either. I'm sick and tired of everybody saying, oh, no, no, now I won't do it. Bullshit. You're liars. You're all liars. No one on the planet dislikes that candy. Uh, Mars pledged that it would stop doing it, and then they didn't do it. They said they'd do it over the next five years. The lawsuit says that Thames purchased a package of Skittles in April of this year, and it still contained the chemical. Now, I don't know if it says it right on it or if they had to test it. Oh, there you go. It says the chemical is also currently listed on the product's online ingredient list, ingredient list, including at major retailers. Well, they're telling you. You just got to read it. Who gives a shit? Mars did the right thing and said, we don't comment on pending litigation. Titanium dioxide, other common uses, paints, plastics, inks, adhesives, and roofing materials. Ah, whatever. Those don't taste as good. The use in foods is more controversial. Safety regulators have noted that the nanoparticles that make it so effective as a sunblock are indigestible by humans. Well, so is corn. So I look in the toilet and I see nanoparticles and corn. Researchers have found its presence in the body has led to a host of health ailments. All right, this might be weird. Including alterations to DNA, 
damage to chromosomes, inflammation, and death of cells. That sounds pretty flimsy to me. I'm going to need a little bit more information. Can you get specific with me? I feel like I'm in the dark on everything on this story. I'm in the dark with Rick because I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. And, uh, and I don't know what this is all about. A full ban on titanium dioxide and food products went into effect in France in 2020. And the European Union has a similar policy slated to go into effect next month. Mars has said it would comply with France's law according to the lawsuit. I mean, I guess what I want to see is I want to see how this changes the product. I mean, if you put titanium dioxide into Skittles and, and, you know, they all look a certain way, perfect and polished, and then show me a pile of Skittles that that doesn't have that in it, I mean, is it going to look like the blood on my back patio uh, from Daisy's asshole from yesterday or what? Is it gonna? How could it change it that much? Why would Eminem, uh, Eminem's Mars? Why would they risk so much to agree to not put it in there and then put it in there anyway? What the fuck are they doing over there? Uh, Tames lawyers are seeking class action status that covers all of Skittles' U.S. retail customers. A number they say is too numerous to estimate. Yeah, well, every person in America. There is not an American who doesn't like Skittles. If you're an American and you don't like Skittles, get the fuck out of the country, you asshole. I rank Skittles almost as high as my favorite candy of all time, Circus Peanuts. I can't tell you. I think I could survive alone on circus peanuts. Every time I go to Gavin, Gavin's, Gemmins in the aisle, you can get circus peanuts and you can't get those everywhere. Not everybody sells circus peanuts. This is looked upon as an asshole confectionery uh, product. Most people hate these things. And I understand that, but I think that circus peanuts are hands down one of the greatest candy confection delights I've ever had. Uh, I like to take circus peanuts and actually heat them over the fire, uh, like s'mores style, because it's a marshmallow based type of product, but better in the shape of a big fucking orange peanut, big orange peanut. What's a football player that said it in uh, uh, bad lip sync, bad lip reading the football player that beats the shit out of his kids. The fuck is his name? Used to play for the Lions and the Vikings. I don't, it doesn't matter. Skittles sold an estimated $185 million worth of product in the U.S. That's it? I would thought that they would have done that a day. It is the nation's top non-chocolate chewy candy. If you're a person, Adrian Peterson, that's his name. I see a comment. The fuck circus peanuts. You don't know what circus peanuts are, you asshole. The fuck is wrong with me? And you. Oh, 
Oh, my God. Great, great question. Kenny writes Skittles or High Chew. Oh, no. Oh, Skittles. It's got to be Skittles. Because, and here's the problem. High Chew. I have to unwrap them individually. I can't get those in my mouth fast enough. Skittles, I can take an entire handful and just shove the delicious titanium dioxide in my face. Oh, my God. No, Skittles is is an absolute treasure. Starburst all the way. Yes, but again, I can't open them fast enough. Chris says, what the hell is Haichu? It's a Korean candy. It's absolutely great. You must buy these. Let me show you what they look like, Chris. Do this today. Go buy some high chew. These right here. You cannot lose. High chew wiki. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Japanese. First released in 1975. Just fucking great. All right, enough, enough of this bullshit. What the hell is going on here? You can tell it's gotten off the rails. Uh, On the Patreon, I can't wait to talk to you, talk with you about the new attraction at Icon Park in Florida. Icon Park is the place that the tourists go Um, that is the place where, uh, black Hodar, Hodor, the, the, the kid that was like six foot 10, 400 pounds, black Hodor went on the ride and, uh, he said, I think I'm too big for the ride. And they said, nah, shut the fuck up. Get in there. And you know, they didn't even strap the guy in there and the thing and the ride goes, you know. 8 million feet in the air and then it free falls and then Black Hodor came flying out of the fucking thing and he crashed down. It was one of the most horrific things that's ever happened in the world. And everybody had their phone out because they all knew he was going to come flying out of that fucking thing and boy did he. Terrible. Icon Park is still in business. They've closed down that ride. You can't go on that ride anymore. Which, honestly... That's a great marketing thing. If you had someone die on it, there are going to be people that are going to want to go on that ride. So I see them quietly opening that up and changing the name of it to like murder ride or something like that. That is a way to make money. People will want to ride on that thing. Um, keeping our fingers crossed on that. But they've have a, they have a new thing. And uh, I am. it's a new attraction. And I love this attraction. And I want to play it. But woke people are trying to cancel the fucking attraction now at Icon Park. And it's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. I cannot wait to tell you about that. And that comes up on my Patreon today, which I am going to start shortly after I get this one done. Okay? That's how we roll on the Eric Zane Show podcast. So if you like my free podcast, this one, okay, there's more podcasting each and every day. And that is how I'm able to... uh, 
pay for the vet bills, which are always numerous when my dog ruptures an anal gland and things like that. Uh, so yeah, that's how I've been able to do what I've been able to do for the past three years and almost seven months. Thank you. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. If you have any type of car trouble or you have scheduled maintenance in your future or whatever it is, you need to take it to the pros at Irvine's. E-R Vines. E-R Vines. In Grand Rapids, Michigan, serving all of West Michigan and beyond. They'll ask you, hey, do you need a free loaner car so that you're not busy having people driving you all over the place? Early bird drop-off, after-hours pickup. They take care of you at Irvine's. The number one rated car repair facility, including all of the dealerships in West Michigan. They are very proud of that. Don't take my word for it. Look at the Google reviews. Okay? Constantly re-educating their techs with all of the updated source material to be able to um, uh, work on any make and model, European, domestic, or Asian. The only exception is Volkswagens. Fuck that. We don't want that German shit. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, NEV. Find them online, irvines.com. Don't forget about Joe Martinez at A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579. The heating and, go- uh, heating and cooling guru in the area. I recommend, okay, that if um, something does go off the rails or if you have some scheduled maintenance or maybe you're looking to retrofit your home with a new furnace or air conditioner, go ahead and get an estimate from a couple of Folks that are not A&E heating and cooling, make sure Joe is last. He will meet or beat the competition. If he doesn't, tell him. Say, Eric Zane said you're going to beat this, and I want to support Eric Zane's sponsors. So beat this, and he'll go, aye, 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 and then he'll beat it. I can promise you that. 616-516-8579 for A&E heating and cooling. And last but not least, on this beautiful, fine Monday uh, July 18, 30th anniversary for your old pal Eric and the beautiful Diana. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. If you are in the market for a mortgage, call upon Mario from anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. 231-332-6505. Whether it's your 10th mortgage, your first mortgage, whatever it may be, refi, you want to get some money out of your home, pay off some bills, you can do that. 231-332-6505. Call there and uh, drop my name to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. If you want me to introduce you, I will break the ice to uh, any one of my sponsors. They uh, help make the world go round. I'm so blessed to be able to do this podcast each and every day. Um so, oh, there's something I want to share with you. I'm glad I remembered it at the last minute. It's going to take me a second to get it, but I can do this. I'm stalling by talking. Um, tomorrow, I am appearing on a podcasting seminar. Now, in this seminar, it's uh, hosted by a gentleman by the name of Ed Ryan from uh, Radio Inc. Magazine. Now, Ed is a, a big wig because he writes about radio and um, uh, it, it's, you know, what he's doing, though, is as the radio industry has, um, I, I mean, it is what it is. Podcasting has kind of become a something that has a real foothold in commanding consumers time and attention. So though he writes for Radio Inc. magazine, 
Ed is doing an entire seminar called um, How to Make Real Money Podcasting. And this is the little uh, uh, online promotional splash page that he's built. And so starting tomorrow and on Wednesday, uh, for most of the day, four or five hours each of those days, every half hour he has a new speaker that he uh, picks the brain of about podcasting. Now, I doing this for as long as I have, uh, I have figured out through trial and error how to do just this. And so he wants to talk to me about that. So people are paying a certain amount of money to watch this virtual event. In fact, you can if you want to. I'll uh, You can see it right here, and I'll include it in the show notes. This is geared more towards industry people, but... Maybe you'll find it interesting. I don't know. There's a whole host of, of uh, terrific guests that are speaking. So uh, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. on those two days. Uh, I am speaking tomorrow. I'll be from the studio talking to Ed, uh, answering his questions. Now, what I provide is the one thing that I focus on is former radio people. If you're If a person is a former radio person and they've got shown the door, what the focus on what I'm talking about is, best practices and how it doesn't have to be the end of creating your content or talking. And I use this as a backdrop, how to do this. And, um, and I, like I said, I focus on radio people, not people who are doing a startup podcast. There is a difference. Radio people are lucky because when you leave the radio world, you have audience that are wondering, Hey, whatever happened to so-and-so? Okay, so there's a lot of words here on the agenda. What's going on? You hear uh, Rob Walsh, who is the vice president of Libsyn, which is a podcasting platform. So they're going to talk about whatever. And then Danielle Desser, she's going to talk. Gary uh, Koishi, uh, Michelle Tafoya, Michelle Tafoya, you might you might remember her from Monday Night Football. I think she is a supporter of a Republican candidate for something in Minnesota now. She's uh, she's kind of like a right-wing shill now, is Michelle Tafoya. A lot of these people are their podcasters and things like that. But what the reason why I bring this up is because it's hysterical. Um, every single person on here is uh has a, a, this these terrific-looking uh. Uh, images, publicity photos. And I also need to tell you that Carl from who are these podcasts is, is, uh, is part of this about how to make money in podcasting. Carl comes to a place of making money in podcasting. That's much more difficult than me because no one knew who the fuck Carl was when he started. And now he does podcasting for a living, but look at, you've got Rita Batista here. I mean, look at this picture of her. She looks amazing, and she founded a Latina podcasting network. So she comes from a place of terrific experience, and just, I mean, just look at her. All of these people look great. Hannah Burner, hosting creator, Burning in Hell, another show. This guy, Paul Chandler, director of Podcast Network. How about this dude? 
Gary Koishi, founder and CEO of Pod Digital Media. This dude, look at this suit this guy is wearing. This guy is a fucking stud. Okay? Tracy DeForge. All right. Uh, I might have had a, maybe a profile. But anyway, she looks great. Uh, she is uh, a big wig. It doesn't look bad by any means. Daniel Danielle Desser, CEO, Women of Color podcaster. She's freaking fantastic. Okay, how about this guy, Gerard uh, Edwards? He's the CEO, some some dude. This guy is uh, he runs Patreon. Avi Gandhi is his name. Look at this dude, Steve Goldstein. I actually know Steve quite well. Founder and CEO of Amplify. Nice guy. Okay, now this is where it gets hilarious because you got all these great looking pictures, and then. This is the picture Carl submitted. Honk. Honk. Carl did what I did and had his wife take a picture of him in his studio. Wearing his own gear. All right. So, but the only thing worse than Carl's picture is my picture. Because you got Dr. Charlotte Hughes-Huntley. She's awesome. Dave Jackson, School of Podcasting. Look at him. What's he doing here? He's hosting, he's hosting an award that he won. These are all really, really fantastic people in the industry. Oscar, Mary, I don't know, but this is kind of a cool picture. Matt Pinfield. Why do I know that name? Uh, host of the podcast, Sound, Sobriety, and Success. Is this a white guy or is this one of those uh, black guys who has white skin? I guess I don't know. Um, what's, he was uh, MTV? Yeah. I think that's where I remember him, Matt Pinfield. Kelly uh, Roach. Michelle Tafoya. Matty Stout. He's a big guy in the uh, in the industry. I know that name. Okay. And then the last one, look at this picture of me after all of these wonderful, wonderfully zoomed in portfolio style photographs. Here I am with my tits. Look at those tits. It's no different than an image you're seeing now. I, I, if you're listening to the audio podcast, this is fucking hysterical. Jesus Christ. Fuck me. Why did I do that? It's all grainy and blurry. I'm such an asshole. He said to me, though, Ed said, uh, I should probably fucking get him on right now. God damn it. That is embarrassing. Mm. He's going to let it go to voicemail. V- voicemail. Voicemail. What is wrong with me? Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice. Hey, Ed. Eric Zane. I'm podcasting right now. So hopefully no one calls you. Anyway, um, buddy, uh, this picture of me on the, uh, on the uh, promotional, it's the worst picture I've ever seen in my life. Everybody looks professional, and I look like such a stupid asshole. And 
it, it's kind of my fault, but my God, Carl and I both look like idiots. I cannot believe how awful it looks because, I mean, Matty Stout, he looks like a million dollars. Everybody looks like a million dollars except Carl and me. It's so embarrassing. And my tits look huge. I am really bummed out about this. Okay, I'm looking forward to talking with you uh, tomorrow. I'll block out your phone number. Love you. Bye. Fucking terrible. Incredible. All right. It's time for the asshole of the day. Who is it going to be? Anybody have any suggestions for the asshole of the day? I thought today went great. I uh, I just love today's show. You guys were awesome. Uh, asshole of the day, who can it be? Um, radio voice, Linda says, get Jackie's wedding photographer to take a headshot of you. I have dozens of headshots of me that all look fantastic. But fucking Ed said, take a picture of you and your studio uh, with all of the signs behind you. So I did. I didn't want to say it in the voicemail, but I blame Ed. All right. Um, JM Synthetics and TC Paintball bring you the asshole of the day. I will say the asshole of the day is me for being gross. It's got to be because that was sick. We had references to blood, pus, ruptured anal glands, and, of course, shit on the sheets. All right. Love you guys so much. Thank you, and I will talk to you on the Patreon. Go sign up. Quit being a cheap fuck. Sign up, patreon.com slash Eric If you at any one point laughed at this show, it's not like it's fucking free. Sign up, patreon.com slash Eric Till next time, thank you, folks. Bye-bye. All right, I'm back. We were just wrapping up the show, and I was describing to you, audience members, about the world-famous Ed Ryan having the podcasting online online segment about making money on podcasting. Ed, welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast. How are you? Eric, everything's great. How are you doing? Thank you uh, for the quick turnaround. I apologize for just throwing you on, but I had to talk to you about something hilarious, and I know you love hilarious, Ed. <laughs> yeah, okay, I can't wait for this one. Okay. When um, I was... Getting when you like months ago, you said, Eric, I want to do this year. I want you to feature you on this year's How to Make Money podcasting seminar. And I go, Oh my God, this is awesome. I'm excited. And you said, I want you to take a picture, Eric, of you with all the signs behind you in your studio, right? Right, right, right. I remember. So I sent that. And um, then I looked at um, the promotional piece that has been mailed out so people can sign up. And everybody looks like a million dollars. You got Matt Pinfield, Michelle, Michelle Tafoya, uh, Maddie Stout, and everybody's got fantastic headshots. And I look like a fucking asshole. It fits perfectly then. Oh my God, Ed, my tits are so huge. Dude, what happened to you? You were training, you were an athlete, you were running, you were doing marathons, and now you have man boobs. What happened? I don't know. It's hysterical. But, um, and then, and then 
Uh, Carl, who's just like me, a ham and egger, is also he also looks like a fucking asshole. And <laughs> all the radio people. I know it. it it's so great. <laughs> it is fantastic. It's hysterical. And so I did a whole segment on it on my show. Uh, going, I did the share screen with the audience with the beautiful pictures of all these really attractive people, and then me, me and my tits. Well, you know, you have to be um, diverse this uh, these times. You so you have to have uh, ugly people like us, and you have to have pretty people. Otherwise, you get canceled. <laughs> I'm telling you, you hit it out of the park with this lineup. Uh, I thought last year's was great. This year's, except Carl and I, is even better. <laughs> No, and I pre-recorded Michelle Tafoya's interview because she had to travel, so uh, she was a great interview. We had at Buzz Night uh, uh, for, for tomorrow afternoon, and, uh, you know, you and Carl, are, I'm really looking forward to that because you guys are making serious money. I don't know as much about the other folks yet, but we'll find out. Well. And so be ready to reveal all your secrets. Oh, yeah, I want to. I really do. And, you know, for me, honestly, I am focused on the radio talent who is left out in the cold because that was me. And I think that, that there's a spot for all those radio peoples and all uh, radio people in all those markets. There really is. Um, I talked to a fella in Manitoba. I don't want to say his name because he's kind of keeping it under the radar and been having long discussions with him um, about this exact thing that I'm doing. And I said, there's no reason why you can't do this. And that's what I'm trying to impress upon radio people, that there is a there is a way to pick up the pieces and keep moving. And that's what I want to focus on. Man, you are 100% right on that. The, the difference is you have to put the work in. And it's clear you've been do, doing the work and willing to do the work. And a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of radio people are used to going in the studio, flipping on the microphone and collecting their check at the end of the week it's a lot more work than that when you're on your own as you know the two hardest working people in radio are not in radio and they're in michigan drew and me that's right that's right probably (laughs) making a crap load of money well we're we're, it takes a lot of effort and a lot of time but it beats fucking digging a ditch and i'll tell you that right now are you gonna have the dogs in the picture tomorrow because you got to have the dogs in the picture uh that is absolutely has to be um the dogs you know people love the dogs so that is definitely gonna happen all right man well i'm looking forward to our chat tomorrow at one o'clock okay i'm looking forward to it too i talked to the audience about it in case they actually want to see how this happens because frequently i'm doing the talking but you uh, leading the show and asking the questions might be something new for them yeah, and I will send you five comp uh, views if you want to send them to any of your listeners to watch. I'll send them to you right after we get off. Here. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I will send them off. Okay. Right, okay, Talk thanks, Ed. Talk to you. All right. Bye. Bye. Oh, that worked out wonderfully. Absolutely in a wonderful way because I was getting ready to bail on today's show. And then, um, you know... Uh, He called back, so it's kind of like there's an epilogue to today's show. Uh, Show bro Michael 91. My God, there's all sorts of new names on here on Twitch, and I can't figure out if it's people who don't want me to know who they are and they have new names or it's new people signed up. I'm not sure, but whatever. I don't give a shit. Uh, Show bro Michael 91 wrote dude 100% Eric local show I listen to here in Syracuse has been doing it for the last three or four years and it's awesome they hit radio commercials but are still alive and interacting with all of us oh that's awesome 
Also, once COVID hit, one of their guests, who was a local singer, actually toured and played with Brand New Sin with their lead singer, was their lead singer, ended up going to Twitch and is making a living off of it now. Oh, my God. Very cool. All right. Well, welcome. Welcome to you. All right. That is officially it. Till next time, folks. Thank you. Have a good one. And bye-bye. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.